let's t- we bring the boys out in three, two, one. Hi, young, and welcome to Halley Dooku's 2014 year-end special. This is part two, the boy group edition. Enjoy. Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to day two, part two of Halyujuku's 2014 year-end special. Uh, part two is, of course, like we said before, the boy bands, the boys, the fellas, the guys, the dudes, the bros. This is a bro time, though really it's for the opposite gender because those are going to be the ones that care about this, but uh, we're going to talk about the boys. Uh, some of the, the male, uh, centric idol groups that, uh, or, you know, single groups that caught our attention this year. Uh, and of course we start off with our debuts. We're going to talk about some of the youngins. Uh, let's talk about some, so a couple of debuts. Not, not a, well, there was a lot of groups, but only a few caught our attention and only a few, uh, I think made a splash that, you know, let us know that they existed. <laughs> uh, but that's just because we are. Uh, we'll start with one that, uh, wasn't mm-hmm. high on our, on our list, but w- definitely had, uh, you know, a s- footprint on this year, which was High Four. Um, a group that collaborated with IU, collaborated with Lim Kim, and then kind of had their own debut, which, uh, I actually checked out today. <laughs> um, you know, figuring, uh, I should go ahead and uh, check them out since they probably probably worth talking about. Uh High Four had you know their own song and they kind of had their thing. I don't think they necessarily caught my attention except for their collaboration with IU, which uh I definitely did dig. But I, that could be just because I like IU. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was kind of the best of the bunch of the stuff that they put out, but it's probably yeah because it's fucking IU and IU dominates the world so of, yes. of Korean pop music yeah and and in general too yeah and she has cute feet just throwing it out there uh but yeah it was sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry uh but yeah it it was it was a cool song and they had a couple of other cool songs but you know uh nothing that really kind of made me remember them but i know the name because this collaboration um they definitely had a footprint this year so they they are definitely worth mentioning but moving on to other groups that we want to talk about because we're, we're gonna go through this pretty quickly uh just because uh we're not gonna go two hours like we did with girl groups <laughs> um we're gonna talk about another group that uh definitely was Got seven, definitely a, one that we were actually kind of anticipating at least a little bit before we get came into this year. Uh, we had word of, yeah. you know, heard word of, uh, they, they, they were, some people were going to say that they were going to be the next 2 p.m. even. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there was a lot of rumor about Got Seven, but in a really positive way. So Got Seven, like, kind of caught this train of hype, um, uh, from, kind of everybody or whatever uh and it it was mainly because of the personality of their members they have they have a a few good personalities over there um they've been doing really good in the variety circuit uh 
kind of showing off and, and being around. And their songs were kind of hit or miss with us. I'm not super, super sure if I remember how you felt about them, but I, I, they were I dug them. Good, I generally but, dug them, but you weren't yeah. as sold on them. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. and there was, a, there still, was a lot I of hype. Like, yeah. I still like Cot 7. Like, there was a lot of hype. I feel like, I feel like they didn't, like, in that weird way of saying it, they did not deliver, but they didn't deliver. You know? At the same time, they kind of hit a middle point um, um, with what yeah, they Yeah, so it was interesting, because, you know, of course, a big part of the hype was obviously next to PM because they're part of Tuapi. Uh, and they're, they're pretty, uh, a pretty interesting group. They debuted with Girls, 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 and was a track that I definitely enjoyed mm-hmm. and, and impressed me. Um, and then followed that up with, uh, with a track like A, uh, which I think mm-hmm. won me over a bit more than I think it did you, but I, and I, I, it, it was pretty cool jam for me. I actually, it's one of my, I think one of my favorite boy group songs from this year, if I would say, uh, was A, cause it was just kind of had a catchy hook. It was, uh, the dance was cool. The video was really well done. And, and I, I like, their fun, playful confidence. Like, I like the, I like the playful confidence factor of them. Like, uh, there's a lot of boy group, there's a lot of boy groups out there, and there's a lot of very serious boy groups out there. Uh, and they were able to not be serious without losing their, like, cool factor. Which was, I, I think, what mm-hmm. really impressed me. Like, they were cool, they were confident, but they weren't, like, like brooding or, you know, or, or confrontational or super serious or, you know, or moody or whatever. They were just like fun, playful, confident and, and energetic. And I like that about them. Yeah. Was- yeah. I will, I will agree. Like, I, I like a lot. I like the energy of God seven. Yeah. They uh, kind of have part of my vote. Yeah. I would say they would be, they would definitely be my vote for, like, uh, my favorite debut of like the, a major couple of debuts that we're going to talk about. Um, because I think that their songs just kind of, I dug them more and I'm, I'm, they're more memorable to me than the other couple other ones. Um, yeah, they're just a really fun group. Um, but moving on to another, uh, you know, infamous group. I think, uh, definitely <laughs> was a, a notable debut and I think was, uh, you know, really, really standout debut, uh, track. It, it's a shame that kind of, I, I would, we would want to vote them as a, I think it was good enough to be the best debut this year. If, if it didn't, you know, if they didn't debut and disband within the same day and really got a chance to make a footprint for themselves. But, uh, I'm talking about Big Byung, uh, the boys of Big Byung, <laughs> uh, the fellows, uh, you know, headed up by, you know, with the creative force of, of Brave Sidekick Tiger. Um, we have Big Young. We have four <laughs> guys with style, swagger, confidence, and an important message. You know, you got Yuk Duck, Wang Kong. We got, uh, we got, uh, Hyukti and Dolbagi. Uh, unique individuals, unique group. And I think one of the best groups to come out in a very long time. Uh, would you say so, Kaz? No. 
<laughs> no, it was it was fun. It, it was fun. It was silly. Like it, it was a good like laugh in the in the middle of the year kind of thing. Like uh, especially coming from the guys over at Weekly Idol. Like it was just kind of fun and silly to see and have happen. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Like I I couldn't not laugh and and just think about it. Like, but. That also goes to show you how the year of, of boy groups went. <laughs> we were like, oh, we need something else to fill this out. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I actually generally really kind of dug this, uh, this fun song. It was, it was, it was a fun song and I really need to get around to checking out this show because it just seems like, because I love Weekly Idol as a show. Anytime I get to kind of check out that show, even yeah, uh, it, it is just a fun show. Drama Fever needs interview. to get their hands up on that. Yeah, I'm maybe with like, like NBC today doing their, you know, you know, we need to see more of that because I know uh, it doesn't always get like subbed all the time. It's it's been consistently getting subbed, <laughs> but it's like, uh, I want to see it, you know, a little bit more frequently, and I want to check out other groups and. Like random, random dance, you know, uh, random dance, random play is one of my favorite segments. Like just the, like the, the, the Mm -hmm. idea of making people (laughs) dance random parts of their discography to win a prize. Cause it takes the idea, cause like every group is used to their thing. Yeah. Every group is used to their thing. My favorite part of that and, and any part of that is, Whenever they, uh, whenever they have a group on and the group starts doing good <laughs> and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> and the, they're like, I, I forget his name, but the one guy goes over to like wherever the thing is and starts playing and is like, and starts like trying to like, like just keep like switching the song faster and faster. And they're like, oh wait, oh, wait, okay, wait, no, wait, you go over there, go over there, go over there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and always turns into like the where where do I usually stand? Where do I usually stand? Like, uh but when they do when they don't do well, it is all even more hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's always the one person who messes up all the time. Uh it's yeah. uh but I think we'll 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 leave the weekly idol talk to another to I think our full recap of this year. But uh but yeah, it's so much fun. Uh but moving on. I think uh, so, the big debut of this year has to be one that we were, I know you were anticipating. We're both, we were both kind of I, on our radar. I anticipated, but I didn't think it was going to be this big. Like, I didn't, I mean, I, I, I knew it was YG. Yeah. I knew they had a lot of hype coming in, but I was like, they're kind of going to fall flat. In some places, and fuck if I was wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they they kind of came out and was like, yeah, no, uh, we're YG and we're YG for a reason, and we're gonna dominate. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know so, you still had that power. <laughs> so give them, I think, I guess, give people a recap of how Winner came to be, because so, Winner was. Yeah, Winner was all part of this whole YG TV thing of like who them is wanting next? to do. Yeah, who is next? It, and it kind of came off the heels of YG having been on um, K-pop star 
mm-hmm. for a while. And I mean, YG as in the CEO or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came on the heels of that. And he kind of brought in a bunch of, bunch of young guys and showed you the YG training process of, of selecting at a, I think it was maybe 15 guys, uh, who was going to be in his next group or whatever. Um, and uh, it was called who is next. And uh, at some point they got split into two teams or whatever. You got team A and team B, which were kind of your finalists or whatever. Like either one of these groups could have premiered. Um, and it ended up being team A uh, and they premiered as winner, which I thought was a really stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also thought that was going to be part of their downfall. And I didn't like all of the guys in winter, like in the parts of that I checked out of who is next, you know, um, as I've talked about before, there are some other guys that I like better, uh, but they were a really good unit together and they showed that and they're really powerful and they, they hit all those fucking points that you got to hit really, really well. Um, and they had a gutsy debut with kind of going more R&B ballad style with the, the, the two main music videos that they debuted, uh, with Empty and Color Ring. Uh, it yeah. was, it was definitely impactful and it, and it, it, they made an impact. They were winning music shows as soon as they debuted. Like the first time they showed up at a music show, they won it. <laughs> like, uh, it was like, well, yep. Smart trophy, you know, just show up, snatch a trophy, and leave. It's like this is how it is. Uh, yeah, and they're you know one of the best selling rookie artists uh, of the year. They were uh, for for good reason. They were voted, uh, and I mentioned this uh, this like uh, survey yesterday uh, of the 144 idols that were surveyed on kind of their best of uh, for 2014. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the winner for best new artist was winner. And for a good reason, like they're, they're recognized as the best new artists of the year overall. Of course, number two are our girls, Mama Moo. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, and, and number three being act on musician where, which shows kind of where, you know, how YG appeals to people in music and people, you know, how much of a focus they have on music that, other people that are in music, around music, and making music ha- get affected and get uh, and f- get into their sound specifically. Not just from winner, but act on musician. I imagine if you kind of extended that poll, there would be other YG artists as well. Like they, they. I mean, even even. I mean, I, I don't want to make it seem like they wouldn't have had a good year. Either way, but even freaking uh, the Epic High had a really great year in this transition of being a YG artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in a transformative year. Transformative year music, musically, uh, kind of going back to a very cool uh, style that they may have strayed away from <laughs> in the recent past, which is cool. But yeah, really growing yeah. musically. And making, putting out a record that so, I'm actually yeah. considering putting on, on record breakers. But yeah, the, I, I would safely oh, yeah. say, uh, yeah, like we said, our, uh, God Seven, I think probably was, was my eh, favorite as far as like songs specifically. Mm-hmm. 
But I think it's safe to say just on impact, success, and the fact that they had quality tunes to back it up, winner would be our our winner. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really comes across like, like, if it wasn't for winner, like, GOT7 would have taken this year between them and High 4, you know, because variety shows and, and everything else that they did really, really stuck out. But winner just kind of came through and just really dominated the year musically, you know, and, you know, I mean, I mean, YG isn't, their, their thing isn't always really big on, on the variety shows, but I'm pretty sure at some point we're going to start to see these winner guys on variety shows and doing all kind of other things and, and they'll dominate that even more. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that. So winner, best debut, uh, boy group of 2014. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Now we're going to talk about comebacks. And like I said yesterday, when we were talking about comebacks, we're basically talking about uh, established acts, people that have debuted before this year, uh, and what years they had. Some kind of some of the established acts, best 2014, or whatever that sentence makes sense. Uh, 2014 and established board groups. Uh, I'm let's talk already going to say comebacks is hard for me because there's a lot in here that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard for us to necessarily say a solid winner, but, uh, these are all some solid, uh, these are all some solid artists, uh, as I try to type things. Yeah, so let's, let's go through them. Uh, so we talk about, uh, one of the main, sorry, apparently I keep forgetting that one and four changes my scenes on OBS. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but, there we go. You saw what I was doing. B1A4, uh, kind of came back. Bilasa, if you will, if you are of that persuasion, <laughs> came out with their track Solo Day. Uh, they had members kind of do really cool things on, on their own. And then they came out with this track, uh, good five months ago. And it's, it, it was easy to forget that this was a pretty solid track that was really successful on music shows, really shown well. Uh, and it was a really cool track, but B1A4 has kind of carved out a very cool, like, a niche of being kind of quirky, uh, but it, without being, you know, crayon pop quirky or, you know, like, yeah. that kind of quirky. They have their quirkiness, but they are still, you know, a boy group. <laughs> like, they're, yeah, they're still a high tier I mean, boy group. You know, B1A4 is, is just kind of quality fun. Uh, like, I mean, I mean, that's like the best way I could think to describe it. It's just kind of quality fun. Like, the, it's not like, oh, like you said, it's not the cram pop level where we're being goofy and that's kind of our gimmick. It's just like, it's kind of our personality to kind of have fun and, and be silly and, you know, and just kind yeah. of go through it like that. And they had a, had a fun video for the song with, uh, kind of, they shot it in LA, which is kind of, uh, cool. <laughs> and they, they're just driving around a convertible, you know, just trying to, Having a, having a day, and it was a catchy song. It was a it was a fun video, and I think B one A four kind of had a solid year. And uh, I, I still say, uh, going back to it was though know, he appeared in it in two thousand thirteen. I think it was two thousand thirteen. Uh, Bado in reply nineteen ninety four. I still there was a part mm-hmm. of me that was hoping, uh, at the end of that show, that his character when he it was revealed who his like. Who he and his happily ever after love interest 
whatever was revealed that was going to be Hoya from Reply 1997. That I, I imagine <laughs> I'm not the only one because they were teasing that like he had a crush on 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 the the male lead and like you know what Bora Baro Hoya hmm? that would have been the most adorable couple ever. Ever. Uh, but yeah, B1A4. A fun track, fantastic track. You all should check it out. Uh, moving on to another, another comeback. I think another pretty, really solid comeback in, from a group that is kind of that next tier, uh, quality group from a, from a, you know, that, that, you know, that group that came from that label that didn't do idol groups and then, did this idol group and now became one of those, uh, high tier idol groups. Uh, Infinite or Infinite. <laughs> Infinite. Uh, came, uh, <laughs> came back, I think a couple of times, uh, with a couple of solid tracks with, uh, Last Romeo and Back. Uh, mm-hmm. and had not only that, had, uh, were, you know, had drama appearances, uh, where Hoya, the aforementioned Hoya, uh, and I don't remember who it was, the, the other one from, the other one, <laughs> from Infinite, uh, had, uh, featuring roles on, on, what was it, uh, My Lovely Girl with, uh, uh, Crystal, uh, the show with Crystal yeah. and Rain, and they featured heavily on, on that show as the, as the fictional group called Infinite Power, <laughs> that had... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, and it was L. That's was, what we'll uh, go with. Uh, it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, but it was, uh, it was, it was a fun appearance. And, and I've, I talked about that show, but you know, they, they've done work, you know, being on shows, being on dramas, yeah. you know, they had their own releases and they had a really cool, good year. This year, infinite. Uh, like, I feel like, I feel like they took that next step. Like, they kind of grew a little bit. Like, it, it wasn't the same infinite you were used to hearing. Um, the, the kind of style and the, the, the music changed a little bit. Um, but it was still a lot of sequence suits and, and one girl in a video <laughs> stuff. But uh, I, I really, I, I like Infinite and I like Infinite a lot. And one of my things I've always said about Infinite is that they need to grow a little bit. And I, I think I kind of got that from them and I was really happy. Yeah. And, and like you said, they, they're starting to expand out into those other things. Still, that they and they still backed it up with what they, what they know how to do. They still backed it up with what they know how to mm-hmm. do. And that's like performance. Like the performance, uh, the dance performance, like that's their bread and butter. And like they back it up with Willem Entertainment's quality production work. Like, uh, while still at the same time, you know, it's what you, you know and love, you know, Willem Entertainment's putting some quality compositions behind them, them putting the solid performance and then them growing a little bit uh, on top of that. So, uh, a net positive, if you will, uh, really fantastic tough. Infinite. Uh, really fantastic game. I want you back, 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 back. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a cool track. Uh, alright, so. Infinite, another solid contender. Um, what are we talking about? A group that, uh, you're not as familiar with, and I'm not really as familiar with, but, but I know had an interesting transformative year, another transformative year, uh, 
uh, we're talking J-pop here now with Exile. Yeah. <laughs> and those well, are, I don't know of Exile, but I'm I'm just I've never taken the chance to really like look into Exile. Uh, they had you know a big kind of a transition. They've had some really cool stuff with Exile Tribe. A uh, really cool track with Exile Tribe. They had their track with, I think the main one that I wanted to point out was, uh, that caught my attention and I really dug was New Horizon, which was a video that actually was able to really communicate with me <laughs> exactly what mm-hmm. was going on, like at this point in the group. Like the fact that I got the understanding, I, this video without knowing anything about the group back in you know, history, Without knowing anything about, you know, the fandom or what's going on, I got an understanding of what this meant. It was, it, they, it was, it didn't overstate it, but it was very much understood. Oh, okay. This is the big transition. These people reflecting all these people putting their energy forward to, and then introducing these new members. It's all about this, uh, you know, the established, uh, you know, birthing the new, you know, kind of, putting their a piece of themselves into birthing the new the new era or the new you know the new uh generation of exile you know kind of the the new members and it was a really cool way to kind of introduce these new members to uh to people that are fans of exile like you know hey here are your new members of exile and then you know features them prominently uh takes a moment to kind of feature all the 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 established like many of the established members and connect them together. And it was just kind of cool. Like the fact that they were able to communicate that to me as somebody who has never really heard exile before. And I, like I, I understood <laughs> I got what the moment was about. I got what the, 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 the feeling was about. Uh, did, did you get a chance to check, check out this track? And check out yeah, it, it checked out some of the, the exile stuff. I thought it was really good. Like, but it's still kind of this thing where I'm like, eh, I, I don't know if I want to really, really get into exile, you know? <laughs> but it, uh, it was, it was something that like, I, I like what I, what I heard. And I, 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 I feel like, I, I feel like I want to, but it's just like, uh, it, 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 it seems like work. At some point, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is with pop music sometimes. With like East Asian yeah. pop culture with these like big, like, uh, legacy groups, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then not only do you have Exile, you have things like Exile Tribe, which is the, the kind of the, the smaller unit, uh, which had, they had another fun, fun track with a uh, 24 world. Uh, it is something to get into. Uh, <laughs> Look at these dudes acting all hard, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it is, it is something that there is something to sink your teeth into, but it's like, do you want to dive in that badly? And are you ready? Are you ready for, you know, yeah. diving in? Uh, I definitely am looking forward to checking out more stuff because I, I, I think one of our, I think missives for next year, 2015 and forward is, uh, to, Start putting the, to keep putting more effort in putting the Juku back in Hali Juku. <laughs> yes. Uh, cause we need to at least make the effort to kind of really start getting, uh, exposed to, uh, J-pop, 
and what's going out there because there's a lot of cool th- there are a lot of cool things going on in multiple genres and not just the the idol uh, culture there's you know there's there's hip hop there's rock there's you know there's metal there's uh there's pop music there's all types of genres it is a huge market with a lot of customers and a, and a big uh in a big industry that is worth exploring. So, uh, that is going to be our missive. That is going to be our plan for 2015. We're going to put the Juku back in Halle Juku. Believe that. Uh, but with that said, let's get back to talking about nothing but K-pop. Uh, <laughs> okay. So our next one, um, is another one that I think everybody was looking forward to, but didn't expect what we were going to get. And then in that unexpected of what we were going to get, really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which was the comeback of 2PM. Like, I was super excited for the comeback of 2PM. Um, 2PM is one of these groups that I've kind of been following since I've been into K-pop. Uh, yeah. our, our boy Jay Park is, is a yes. kind of a legacy 2PM member, even though sometimes yes. he may not want you to know that. <laughs> uh, but 2PM we'll never has always kind of had this has always kind of had this sound that was kind of a lot similar to super junior sound. Um, and, and sometimes, yeah. And, and they were really good at it. And, and, and that's kind of the sound that they've had for a while. And they've done these kind of upbeat style things, but not like this. And they came out with go crazy and yes. it was just kind of a departure like we didn't even know how to feel about it at first but then you listen to it a couple times and you go through it and and you 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 have your 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 moments with it where you're where you don't like it but it wins you over because it's fucking 2 p.m and that's what they do me me i was i was in all the way from the beginning like (laughs) i was just like all this my new jam this my new party i'm just gonna turn up i'm just this is i'm gonna turn up this is how we yeah. do. Uh, and it was just so much fun. Like the video is so much fun. All like, all the different versions of the videos are so much fun. Yeah. Uh, it is just a fantastic track. Like it's, uh, the style of it is so cool. Um, that, that outfit that Nikun is wearing is not in any way good <laughs> no. whatsoever, but you know, we'll live with that, uh, for now. Uh, Junke and, and, and that album, the album that it is on has some really great tracks too, uh, with some writing contributions yeah. by, uh, your boy Junke, uh, in, right there in the middle and, you know, a little bit more of the creative freedom and like, uh, that more of that 2 p.m. sound and it's a really cool album and it was good to have 2 p.m. back and in a different way, uh, but still, it still feels like a different facet of 2 p.m. Like this is this is yeah. a new side of of a group we're familiar with. Like, uh, yeah. It's just fantastic. I mean, like, I I fucking love 2 p.m. and and I think this is what they needed. They needed to shake it up a little bit, like because there are some other groups that we're gonna mention that that kind of have this kind of similar style, you know, like with, with a lot of the fun in their videos and then their styling of music and like uh the the kind of composition of how they do things but like 2 p.m rock this like they've been doing it for years and i mean that's just because they've been in the business for years and they know what the fuck they're doing love 2 p.m yes love 2 p.m we can't say enough about 2 p.m oh this is amazing 
Uh, I think we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Michingan, yeah. Uh, go crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know what to do about this next one, PD. I think you're going to have to do we, it. We have to, we have to, we have to talk about them because they did have a solid year career wise. And so much uh, so, I so much so that I think me and you both heard songs from them this year that we were like, oh man, I like that. Oh, it's by them. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Bantan Sonian, aka BTS, aka Bulletproof Boy Scouts, aka that group that has the, na- the guy that's named Rat Monster. Um, Bangtan Boys. Yeah. Bangtan Boys. Uh, had some, uh, they came back this year that they were solidly working throughout the year. You know, some of their releases include War of Hormone, which, uh, you linked to me and I was like, I was underwhelmed in general, but it was, <laughs> it was a solid track. Uh, they had, uh, you know, they had, uh, tracks. Danger. Here, Danger. Uh, goddamn rat monster, you ridiculous, ugly motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Danger, like, was, Danger was, was, was one t- of the ones that. Yeah, it was a track that, that kind where of was like, a little bit. It was like, okay, okay. Bantasonian, you got me on that one. You, you did okay with <laughs> yeah. this one. I'll, I'll give you this one. Touche. Touche <laughs> even. Um, but I think it's undeniable that they have a solid fan base. They have really made an impact. I mean, as much as we want to say, like, uh, they're a boy group, so of course they have a, a fan base. They're automatically going to have a fan base just being from be, pretty, being pretty Korean boys. It's not that easy. They actually had to no. work and earn their spot. They did, you know, they put in the work that they needed to do, and we can't take that away from them. They they put nah, in the work, they put in the years. They just like every every K-pop boy group out there, they put in the work they had to do. Uh, you know, being trainees, getting casted, getting put into the group. So we have to give them the props and, and, you know, and I, making it on this level is not easy. And I also think we turned around on them a little bit because they gave up on the super try hard in their yeah. debut that they had. Like their debut was like super try hard, you know, super try like, hard and silly. <laughs> yeah. And I think this was more K-pop styled group that they kind of turned into this year. Um, and they kept a little bit of the try hard swagger that they had. And that's fine to keep that kind of swag that you had with that. But it, it is totally different than their, than their debut. Yeah. I think it, it, my thing was back to where, where I said, I think when we first talked about the song was, which it, for their, the, from where they were, they needed to go down to one or two directions. Either they need to, needed to sincerely find their own style and sound and be sincere in their approach to hip hop, you know, less kind of, uh, you know, uh, affectation and more sincere of using, you know, finding their voice or, get really good at being a K-pop boy band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think they decided to kind of more go towards the getting really good at being a K-pop boy band because that's a more safe route. Uh, while they still have their solid fan base. I think having their 
their voice is is I think I as much as we kind of had our problems with it, that what they were initially uh keeping a little bit of that it, it should be something that they should for the sake of who they are uh do uh and hopefully it's hard because it's like we're 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 very it, it's hard to win us over once you kind of turned us off like like they did <laughs> like with, with <laughs> us, like we kind of we kind of tend to kind of when somebody's like turns us off that badly we kind of we kind of dismiss you <laughs> we just kind of like nah nah we we ain't feeling it and then we kind of get stubborn about it because we are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Bonta and Sonia had a really fantastic year, uh, and they have their solid fan base. Uh, so I, you gotta give them their props. Um, but moving on to, uh, yeah. to another group that had a fantastic year, uh, release wise and, uh, music wise, uh, Beast, aka Batuste. And it's funny cause I, I had to stop and think like, uh, some of the, uh, on some of the tracks, uh, and and I'm actually gonna have to look it up. But uh, Beast, I'm looking at. I was looking at charts. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Oh yeah, twelve thirty and Good Luck this year. Yes, now I remember. Mm-hmm. Both of them were actually pretty solid <laughs> tracks. Because it took me a second. Like it took me a second to get because the Beast is in a group that I'm I'm super following uh, at any given point. But I know that they are yeah. out there, and I know that they do good stuff. And uh, Toshi uh, Thirty Boom, uh, or uh, twelve uh, minutes thirty seconds, or twelve hours thirty minutes—I don't know. Um, twelve thirty. Uh, and good luck. We're both pretty solid tracks, and they had fantastic year selling <laughs> for sure. Because uh, Gaon, uh, yeah. as we said yesterday, uh, Gaon did the yesterday. I was mentioning Gaon's. Uh, uh, girl group, uh, uh, sales charts when you're physical and digital. Uh, and right up on there, uh, they did today, and I'm gonna pull it up again, but they did today, uh, the boy group version of that. And it's gonna, it reflected a lot of kind of what we know about, uh, you know, as EXO killed it in physicals, of course, cause they've got the fandom. And that's, you know, kind of how, where, where you get those physical sales. Um, uh, and let's see, I'm going to pull it up again. All right. This is exciting radio. Um, all right, here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, in, in digital sales, you know, top one was Big Bang, but those, a lot of it was Young and GD and Young kind of get counted as Big Bang yeah. in one glump. Uh, and then number two right up there was Beast. <laughs> they were the second best selling, uh, digitally, the second best selling group of this year. And that is not something to sneeze at. And they hung in there at number eight on physicals. So keep kind of keeping them at three overall. Um, so what do you, did you get an impression of Beast this year? Actually, like, I know that I like, like, I know the releases that they put out this year, but it just, it wasn't kind of the style of stuff that I like from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of came out. I was excited about it while it was out. And then as it faded, it faded. Yeah. And that's just my take on it personally, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I think they, they were good solid tracks. I think they just didn't catch my attention uh, as much as I would I would mm-hmm. like them to, uh, which is a shame. I think, but in the end, they did what they needed to do, and they they had a, another solid year. Uh, so we 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 definitely have to give them the props for that. They had uh, solid performances, uh, solidly performing uh, videos, and holy crap! Now I remember. God damn it. Dude, you're in trouble, Maker. That bandana, come on. <laughs> now I remember. Now it's coming back to me. Are you looking that, at that bandana? <laughs> it's like I blocked it out of my memory. That bandana. It's like, dude. Isn't it that weird thing that, that you forget the two people in Troublemaker are in groups? <laughs> Like Hiana, I, 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 like, I, you know, Hiana, I know who Hiana is, but I, I forget that he's in a group, and I forget that he even exists. Um, but I forget that he's in this group, and I forgot that he was in Beats. But like, uh yeah, I just got remembered, and I just got reminded, and I just got reminded about goddamn that bandana. Seriously, who decided right. that that was a good idea? I, I want to say, fucking, fucking. Troublemaker, as, as weird as me and me and you thought it was gonna be, is really fucking good, right? Yeah. But you gotta instantly think that pairing of Hiana and that dude, right? Because <laughs> I mean, that there's no other way to think about it. It's not like it's um, Hiana and GD. It's not like it's Hiana and Young. It's not like it's Hiana and Rain. You know. It's like Kiana yeah. and the dude from Beast. Yeah, mm. it's like, and and I, I'll reiterate what's been said before. Uh, let's just be real. Uh, in that relationship, Kiana would wear the pants. Uh, <laughs> she would right. crush him like a twig. Hold on, you um, you threw one in here all of a sudden. That yes, because I remember uh, that I I I I didn't have them in the the dock. But BAP, for all the drama that they finished uh, with this year, they did have another high-octane, and I guess high-octane, which probably led to <laughs> them wanting to get out of their contract, uh, but another high-octane year with uh, a couple of releases that caught our attention, definitely. Uh, early on with Wait, their first was. official... What was new from them this year? For their first official album came this year. <laughs> Their actual oh. first album, after like fifteen or thirty mini albums and singles that didn't call that didn't count, you know, after fifteen or thirty, you know, mini albums and singles that didn't count for triggering their first album clause of their contract, but still kept them working forever. Yes, uh, first sensibility, which had the song Chunsa, one of those mini albums. <laughs> and then yeah, one of those mini albums that came after, and there are their acoustic uh, acoustic album that came after with uh, "Where Are You Going?" Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they had their so- uh, album uh, mini se- first sensibility, which had the song uh, "1004 Angel," uh, which is uh, yeah, otherwise known okay. as Chunsa. Uh, otherwise known as Chunsa, which again, if you know your Sino-Korean numbers. You know, means a thousand four and can also be angel. Chunsa. Uh, which I, I think we're like, I like this song. Yeah, we liked the song and we were kind of surprised that this, at the time that this song came out of BAP. <laughs> like this was, 
a departure from their well, sound. Yeah, it is a departure but, from their sound, but you know I like BAP, so. But it was a good departure from their sound. Like, it was a surprisingly good departure, kind of more of a, 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 a different style from BAP. In a more thoughtful ballad song, it was well done. Like they they performed it well. The video was cool and weird and interesting. And there was uh there was a moment where uh one of the members uh is looking at a, a reflection of himself and he's he's pointing a gun at it and then he points the gun at himself and and it's like what what's going on here? <laughs> and then there's uh there's some ribs in the field like like that moment uh when Bugs Bunny was uh was fighting that uh the 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 vulture that went uh, yeah. the actual vulture and he convinced him that he uh he had died in the desert he was like uh and he found his carrot uh but yeah it was it was a cool interesting video and it was a cool song uh and then it was another and you know we had our that acoustic album that i think in the end, kind of underwhelmed us, though it wasn't bad. It just kind of was underwhelming uh, overall. Yeah. And then, of course, they kind of, you know, they did their thing being overworked. <laughs> uh, you know, debuted in Japan, debuted in China, Thailand, and, and Mongolia. Yeah. They, they, they had tours in, like, uh, in the Philippines and, and Russia and, and Antarctica and... Uh, that, and all in one weekend. Uh, and, 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 you know, surprisingly enough, they, that, that, that wasn't good for their health. And it turns out they, they, they needed to, to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what happened. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about that more and more. All right. So we got another uh, one. We got another one. Uh, so this was a group that we have an interesting, you, I know you have an interesting relationship with because, uh, this is Vix. We know Vix fans. Yeah, I know Vix. you definitely know Vix fans. Uh, Vix yeah. is, is a group that is always in there, in there as one of those groups with the solid fandoms and a group with, that has always had interesting concepts that are kind of a little bit out there. They're you know, kind of either where it's like, uh, voodoo dolls or like robots or some shit. Um, this time, uh, they came back with their album Error and definitely made a splash, definitely made an impact. It was a, it was a solid song. It was a odd video <laughs> where they were making. I know Vix fans Android. liked it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I can. The thing about Vix is, is that, uh, it, it may, they might not be for everyone. They're very much a boy band lovers boy band. Uh, I, I would say, like, they are very much kind of at the core. Uh, they do interesting, cool things, but they are very much at the core of being like boy bands for people who love like, like K-pop boy groups. Um, but I, I, the, overall, the, the, what you can say positively about them is that the releases are always interesting. They're always, uh, they always have a, an, a, a unique concept. They always kind of think out and, interesting concept in general for the video and the song and uh and they perform it well and uh and uh the I, I, I though i'm not a fan of the the kind of on the nose uh dance move of 
putting the horns in your neck and be, having it be the unplugging yourself thing. Uh, <laughs> it worked for them and it, it works in the video. It probably doesn't work. In the, the, it's probably hard to make it work in a non video. And god damn it, what is that thing on your head? <laughs> Speaking of yeah. things that people put on their heads that we blacked out on. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody decided to put somebody's pants leg on somebody's head. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we talked about that at length on when we reviewed this video, we can, we, in the episode called, what is that on your head? <laughs> what is that thing on your head? Uh, and you can go back and check it out. But overall, it was a solid video and I loved seeing Young G, uh, as I kind of, it was the process going back to what we were talking about yesterday with girl groups, the process of kind of falling in love with Young G as a new member of Kara. Uh, seeing her kind of uh, uh, perform here in this video, where she didn't really have to do much, <laughs> but stand there and look pretty. Um, I don't know. It was a pretty solid breeze. What was uh, in the end? Kind of what was your impression of kind of seeing uh, Vix's comeback this year? It was eh. The, you 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 want to know how eh it was? I just had this realization that I was like. Didn't they put something else out? Wasn't it this? And then I realized it was another group that we left off the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, Vix, Vix had this all they did. They're always pretty much, uh, kind of consistent in the, having their fandom and whatnot. Uh, so, and they they succeeded within their fandom and Vix it was it was well loved by Vix fans and other people kind of dug it too I, and I and I I definitely kind of uh enjoyed uh what it was uh but moving on to some more uh solid oh, releases. hold on can I can I throw one in between here that yes they had a, a year but it, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest year which was boyfriend um, ah boyfriend. They did, I, they yeah, they did have a radar. release this year. Yeah, and I, I realized that, like, and I forgot, I, I remember them having a year this year with, with, uh, Seventh Color and, and Obsession. Um, like, and no, which, Obsession was the, oh, yeah, the which, CD, I think. Yeah. The, yeah, the, um, they had solid, uh, music shows, wins, uh, yeah, I, I this one was definitely not on my radar, but go on. <laughs> um, but no, so they're they're a group that's been around for I think three or four years, uh, and I think this year was their strongest year since they've been out. But it still wasn't that great with everything else that kind of came out around them. Like they kind of got yeah. lost in the mix, which is probably why they weren't on your radar, even though they did well this year. You know, cause you, like you said, they had music shows and wins and, and, uh, they, they, they had a pretty good year, but I think they still kind of lost out to what the fever of everyone else around them is, you know? Yeah. Uh, they are, they are going to have solid backing. They're, they're, they're a group that I've never really kind of followed extensively, uh, though they are yeah. in kind of a, uh, on the same, they are on the same label as Muck Earl's Sistar. Um, and I do see stuff about them because I subscribe to the Starship, uh, YouTube page. But yeah, and I just never end up getting around to kind of checking them out again because it's just we, I, I'm less boy 
group centric than I am, uh, girl group centric. So it takes a bit of, of, uh, to, to kind of get me to check out a group. Uh, kind of like, and, and so they kind of fall into my, uh, out of my radar and I tend to make me forget about them. Uh, kind of like I just remembered mm-hmm. I forgot about, uh, Team Top. I'm pretty sure Team Top had a, a release this year as well. I think uh, they had like two songs and then they fucking dropped on the radar. <laughs> seems uh, they were missing, just like their song missing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Neil is still weird looking. <laughs> that, that dude is, that, that dude's lips are just too big. Like, I, <sighs> I just don't understand how those lips <laughs> are. Oh, God. It's just on that face. Yeah. I, and then how it comes together and, and then how people are like all up on his dick. Like, he's not a good looking dude. See, no, this is how this is how girl groups ended up going two hours because we fucking started getting it okay, on yeah, people's yeah, okay, like, okay. All right. Anyways, uh, we got so let's on go on the, the God. Let's go to God because it's something that I I I'd almost forgotten about. Uh, God came back this year. Uh, no, I I I did forget about God. Let's put that out there. I forgot yes. about God. Petey almost uh, forgot about God. I forgot about God. <laughs> But they came back after nine years, and it's all, it's. I think it, we should definitely talk about them because they're they are one of the uh, I'd say Gen One original idol groups. They were back there, you know, back in the day, one of the like forefront idol groups in the late nineties. Um, and you know, in the the years since their previous album, they've kind of all done their thing, been through their their things, you know. Uh, been through the struggles, one in particular, you know, uh, kind of had their ups and downs, and then they finally kind of came back, you know, on their 15th year anniversary, you know, 15 mm-hmm. years since they debuted, like, nine years since their previous release, like, all together, and yeah. actually, and I, I went back and I checked out the song that they released, and it was a fun track that really was a fun jam, like, you know, the song Saturday Night, and it was a fun jam. It was a funny video. Like the, the idea yeah. that these, they're having these delusions of, you know, being, being these like fun loving dudes and they're, they're having these party times randomly in moments. And then you like see from outside a perspective and people are looking at them like they're crazy as hell. Like, what are you doing? Like, God damn it, Jupiter. Why are you spilling soju all over the cart bar? It's like, <laughs> like the, 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 the cart bar lady, he imagines her as a hot chick and then you see the security footage and he's like doing craziness all by himself and people are trying to restrain him and take him away. And it is just a fun video and it is just a cool thing to see from G.O.D. and you see Kim Tae Woo taking his kid to school. <laughs> like it is. And then like the, the one member getting screamed at and spit at by the, by, the, by his boss and it's like, uh, yeah. It is just a fun video. Like, I love, I, 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 you gotta appreciate the, the groups that have been there for this long, like GOD. Yeah. And especially when they're, they're willing to make fun of themselves like that. Yeah. Like, that, that's so always a great thing. It's always great. And June Park, and like I said, you gotta check, I, I will say again, you gotta check out the new season of Roommate, cause June, the, the, the you know, the, 
tan looking dude with blonde hair. He is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is hilarious on that show. Like he is, uh, he is a big ball of energy. He doesn't know how to restrain himself. Like, uh, cause he's, you know, he's, he's an American kid. He doesn't know how to be demure or like, uh, understated or shy or anything. He's just a ridiculous and hilarious. And he's, he's 45, like years old. And he's like, everybody's going and it, it's, oh, it's so much fun. He, and him and him and Jackson are adorable together. Cause you know, he, he kind of, cause it's JYP family. So he kind of takes care of them, which is cool. Uh, and it's so cool to see. Yeah. G-O-D. Another, uh, it's good to see uh, a group like that back. It's something that I don't have yeah. as personal history with them, but looking back at who they were, I can appreciate what they yeah. mean for what I, pre- what I like now and why they are the foundation that created a lot of what I like now. GOD. GOD? Mm-hmm. All right. So All right. something else. Something else I was excited for that's going to make picking a winner for me really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Block, Block B. So Block B Her. had an interesting year. Block B had an interesting <laughs> year for, for promotions, which kind of gets into, uh, so Block B were uh, going to date, uh, going to come back this year with Jackpot. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not to bring everything down around the time that they were going to come back with Jackpot. Uh, the unfortunate incident with, uh, the Sewol Ferry, uh, tragedy, uh, happened and the entire industry kind of yeah. came to a halt. Uh, so they had to kind of regroup. Every kind of, you know, they, they, they kind of regrouped. They kind of halted their promotions for that song. And then they came back with a new promotion single from the same album, finally coming out with the album, uh, with her. Uh, you know, it was the title mm-hmm. track. It was a promotional song and, it was a fantastic promotional track. They had already released Jackpot, which, which by the way, that's not short change that track because that track I jammed to that track. Oh no, uh, yeah, just fucking Jackpot. Jackpot is a good fucking song, and like Block B did not hold any mental space for me as a group before this year, really. Like I knew of Block B, there were Block B songs that I thought were okay, but this year, like fucking solidified Block B for me, up until something happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that on on on, on a couple of days, <laughs> in a couple of days about some disappointments. But well, let's not get that into that just yet. Uh, Block B had Jackpot and had her. Uh, Jackpot was a really fun kind of. Bridging the gap between the sound from Very Good, which was, I think, a, a really fantastic track, uh, that swaggish, intense, in-your-face song, kind of turning mm-hmm. that down and then bridging it over to this new album and new style where it was more energetic and cute, but Block B style. <laughs> like, not cute, but Block B cute. And, mm-hmm. you know, it started with Jackpot, uh, and then her kind of fo- sealed the deal right after it and was just, it was the jam, yo. It was, it was my jam for, for quite oh, yes. a while. Like I, I just could not stop playing this. Like any moment that I had where I had my headphones I mean, in my ears or riding the bus, I was like, Jesus, I was like, and oh, I mean, my headphones. 
Block B has never really been a group that takes their self full on serious, but like you said, they do have this swagger about them that that's really fun, you know. Um, but these these two songs really added a lot more fun to it than I think we've had in general. Yeah, like it was just some fun, like energetic tracks. Like her is just so freaking catchy. Like the 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 perform it's performed oh, yes. well, it's written well. Like Zico is, is you know he's stretching, you know, uh, flexing his like composition chops with this track. Like, uh, you know, he had his hand all over this like album, and uh, and and it really showed well. Like. It shows the talent he has when he, you know, he's, he sits down and puts, you know, puts pen to paper and decides to put some, put together some like music for Block B. Like, it was a really well done song that, and for goodness sake, he raps with an ostrich. How damn it. Like, <laughs> Zico's rapping with an ostrich. Your argument is invalid. <laughs> uh. But yeah, Black Bees Her was just a fantastic track and a solid release this year. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. And then I mean, uh, like the, the whole thing, like you said, Jackpot, Her, like and then the kind of the rest of the songs on these album is really fun. And it's just like it just gives you that sense of like, why wasn't I paying attention to Black Bee? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, why weren't you? <laughs> Uh, oh, not, that's not showtime. Uh, and then, of course, the, the big group that always kind of is consistently at the, at the forefront, uh, when you're talking about boy groups, uh, they had a lot of controversy this year. Yes. But they also had a big solid release this year, uh, which was EXO, uh, with, mm-hmm. you know, they, they came back, you know, much EXO. anticipated comeback from EXO. Uh, with a uh, overdose, and it oh turned out God. to be. It was a. It was just a so solid track. Fucking good, dude. Like EXO overdose, like spawned memes too. Like yes, <laughs> smoke it. But it's just like fucking EXO, dude. Like so, it's just like. <laughs> It, it was, EXO was this like, it was the, oh, they're gonna try to be like Super Junior. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. that's the, that's the thing you got from EXO at first and you're like, oh, they're gonna try to be the new Super Junior with all those guys, you know? Yeah. And you're like, ah. And, and year after like, year, dude, yeah. they fucking <laughs> smash. They're so fucking good at what they do. Yeah, and it, it is, they, 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 you know, SM really puts together just great stuff for them because they know that they're their, you know, they're their golden child. I mean, and for a reason, they yeah, all really the, do well yeah. in these performances. They picked the right guys. I mean, uh, you know, all the, the drama aside from, from, you know, <laughs> that happened throughout the year. Th- Musically and creatively speaking, it was just another solid year for them. Like, it's very easy to kind of think, EXO and they're, 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 you know, they're, they only exist because their fandom supports them and, and blah, blah, blah. And they just, you have to deal with like exotics and like whatever. And it's hard to, it's easy to kind of 
for somebody cynical to kind of try to d- dismiss them, but they're at the top mm-hmm. for a reason. They, they, they know how to, mm-hmm. uh, put music that will, will nail their fan base and at the same time be compositionally competent and well done. Uh, they don't know that nobody wears Kangol hats anymore, but that's, that's, that's a whole other <laughs> thing to do with. It. I think that one just more having fun than anything else. Yeah, but still. Uh, he's Slim Shady, the real Slim Shady. Cause they're all, yeah. they're all dressed really 90s in that, so. Yeah. It's understandable. Uh, the pelvic thrust, yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the dancers. <laughs> God damn, the pelvic thrust. Uh, and then, you know, they spawn, they, they, they spawn shows, you know, appearing on, on, on TV shows, appearing on this here and there, like constantly getting work. Dio, uh, they're, they're acting. Dio's performance on on "It's Okay That Love" was phenomenal. Like, not just good for an idol actor, but really good. Like that, I forgot that he was a kid from Excel. I just, I got, I forgot <laughs> that he was an idol kid. I just, he was that character. Uh-huh. He was that character, and he embodied <laughs> it like it was really good. And then, you know, Chanyeol was uh you know for all the things that we we could say about roommate season one chanyo was actually fun and cute on that and that was part of that and i kind of am a little bummed that he didn't stay to be part of season two uh though you know yeah. he, he made room for sunny so you know what i, I i'll take that <laughs> instead but uh he he was good and and i liked him and and it it, it is i i do feel for uh I, I don't, I don't want to say XOLs. That is a dumb cl- fan club name. XOL. Like, no, it's exotics. It's exotics. I don't care what you say, SM. Their fans are exotics. So I do, I do sympathize with the exotics having to kind of go through a lot of stuff this year, but, uh, uh, they, you know, it was when we're talking about career and solidifying their status, XO did have another solid year musically. Uh, to say the least, like it, it, it was fantastic. And I mean, how, how would you say it's hard? Cause it's easy to crown them as the top, but they're always the top. Like, yeah. I think I want to go with how I want to go with what, how I decided a pink was the, it was a pink's year this year. Uh, and say it's, it was Block B's year in a way of solidifying their status. They're our favorite and I, they had the biggest upswing as far as solidifying a high tier status for themselves. I do, I think, I think looking at it and, and thinking about the rest of the list, the only other people like so let's say top three, right? Top three has to be two PM BT well, alright, top four. Two PM BTS, Block B, and AXO, right? Then you knock it down to the top two, it's EXO and Block B. And when I really, 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 really kind of think about how the year rolled out, I remember Block B. Block B made that impact musically throughout the year that you want your group to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 
as much as I love EXO, and as much as we we just said, EXO is always that dominant force that's there. They're always the 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 guys that you are reaching to overtake. If if uh, Big Bang hasn't released an album that year, <laughs> they're always like I, I almost wanted I almost wanted to too. jokingly say, "Hey, this summer we had a big comeback from Big Bang." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I realized yeah. it was too sad. I, I didn't want to bring the whole podcast down. <laughs> but yeah, it's your thing. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like, le- like legitimately, if, if Big Bang was in this list, it would be, it would be between Big Bang and EXO. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I mean, I, it, it has to be Blumpy. It has to. Yeah, be. it has to be. I, I would say no way EXO is still that hard to climb wall as they're still the undisputable champs of board groups and you know k-pop but if we were to say how mm-hmm. do you juku's group boy uh, how do you juku's boy group of 2014 would be block b i think uh yeah. i think that's basically what we're saying uh they hard. they have more they like they've been consistently climbing and i think this was that year that they you know boom put that stamp on it like this is who block b is this is our sound this is our personality like you know the personalities of block b you know what i'm saying like those guys have that that power to stand out or whatever um and there there are those guys in exo but i don't think i think uh, the sheer numbers kind of heard it but it, it's just one of those things like block b is just doing it man like yes. they're living good and i i mean we also really liked bap this year but there was a lot that held bap back from from really dominating this year and they might not yeah. be here next year <laughs> you know well, so who knows it might be it look what happened to block b though we have a block you though. Yeah. They, 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 they can, they broke away, got free and got, found their own home. But yeah, block B. 2014, Tali Juku stamp of approval for all that is worth. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about, it, uh, even, some of our, some of our, we were rooting for, right. we were all rooting for you. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some other things. So, in 2014 yeah, let's talk about our surprises. Well, Kaz, you can start us off. What would be kind of one of our big surprises <laughs> this year? Um, if you if you listen to us at all during comebacks, you know one of our biggest surprises was the fact that the Bungtown Boys weren't terrible this year, and we couldn't shit on them. Like <laughs> we were just like. It happened. So it just happened, like for both of us, in, in like these separate occasions of like hearing a, a BTS song and being like, "Oh, this is pretty. Who is this? Oh, fuck, it's BTS. Shit, is anyone? <laughs> did anyone see that? Hey, nobody saw me jamming out to BTS. It's cool. <laughs> like, because we we were so we were already over BTS when they debuted. We were so over them by the time they came out. We were just like. They're terrible. Their style is shit. There's no upside from here for them. Like we were so ready to just like start digging graves, man. <laughs> like, yeah. We're like we're and and it was one of those things where we were like, it's gonna be popular, it's gonna be annoying, and it's gonna be stupid. And and that debut, that's what it was. It 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 was really popular. It was fucking annoying to anybody who really generally likes K-pop. It was just like, oh, they're pretty boys, so everybody's gonna jump on the pretty boy bandwagon. But at the same time, like you said, they came around into this year. They put in work. 
they solidified their music style. They did all those things that we constantly talk about as a group that you have to do. And I mean, we couldn't deny them. Yeah. You gotta give them their props. Uh, but yeah, Bantan Sonian. Surprise! Uh, another, I think another surprise was this year was a group that we kind of had our, you know, peripheral vision on. We kind of noticed and were iffy on when they first was kind of debuting, especially with like, with a lot of what the information we were getting on them for was. Uh, especially again, speaking of, uh, uh, Block B's former home coming out of Stardom Entertainment, uh, was Top Dog. I think a big surprise yeah. for us was looking back how Top Dog actually impressed us. I mean, I, we wouldn't necessarily put them on like the the one of the higher groups yet, but they did put some solid songs together this year, especially uh, the song Aradio, uh, which kind of really did some unique things of incorporating like classical uh, Korean instrumentation with uh, you know a hip hop sound, like of all things. <laughs> uh, and it was a solid track. And then, you know, like did, different solo releases. Did Top Dog come out this year? The song Top Dog from Top Dog? Yeah, it came out this year. Okay. Which was another, I mean, aside yeah, that from was the a... Harpo hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and those fucking outfits. Yes, those outfits. But yeah, that one was a song that impressed. And, and yeah, it, it, like you had noticed it, like, wow, this is a really cool song. You you brought it up on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it was and actually I, pretty yeah, cool. I mean, it was. And I mean, like, it, it may be one of those things where people are like, well, why weren't they really mentioned? It, they were kind of beginning of the year. And then that was kind of it that we really got from Top Dog this year. But yeah. it was impressive, you know? And and yeah, we were kinda, looking forward to hearing more from them, and we just didn't get a lot more from them. At least, yeah, at least not anything that kind of really caught our eye. And I would say they didn't have a, a huge year, but uh, they did surprise us. Um, and then the uh, a couple other things that surprised us this year. Um, hey, we were talking about EXO. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> So something happened. So I think it was it was May, yeah, it was May because we uh we were f- going uh, just independently. We were uh, getting ourselves ready to attend a little uh anime convention known as Anime Central. Uh we were all kind of flying out. I think you were flying the next. No, no, you were flying that same day. We were both kind of just making our way to Chicago. And I imagine independently we were keeping track of the of the social networks. And I look at my, 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 my social networks and I look at stuff and I see Chris, uh, files lawsuit to nullify contract and leave XO. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> and that became, uh, and, and I was like, what, what? And then that became our running gag when we we're trying to find that Chris jersey and like, <laughs> like, Hey, it's like the outdated jersey of your, of the guy that's no longer on your team, you know? And that became our bit. And that was, but it was one of our big surprises this year, and then that f- being followed up just recently with Luhan uh, also leaving again, another member of XOM, uh, another yeah. ultimately Chinese member. Uh, you know, Chris being Chinese Canadian, uh, Luhan being uh, uh, native Chinese. It. And of course, this is something that has connections to the history with SM, them kind of 
joining Hanging, you know, everybody remembers, uh, Hanging's, uh, departure from Super Junior, uh, and, uh, the fallout that came from that. Uh, which is something that I don't really have uh, any personal experience with, but I, I, it's definitely something that was thrown out there and I noticed was repeated often. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it, it, so it was, it was definitely, it was, <laughs> it was a huge surprise and kind of an odd drama for the year. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's still playing out at this point. Uh, it's still in mediations with- and stuff. Yeah, so it's one of these things. It's probably going to roll into next year, and it's just going to continue to be this weird thing that goes on. Uh, we're also going to have to still see if we can get our hands on those two jerseys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's only be... two at the moment. Yeah, and now it's going to be hard. Now, yeah. at this point, it's going to be hard. We should have did it when we had the chance, but at the, at, now in this transition, it's going to be hard because those jerseys... Well, I don't know because a lot of those people just kind of carry shit year to year. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, if they, they don't get of, rid of it, they still have it. Yeah, and they, they kind of... I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess probably don't have... Uh, don't Aren't beholden to <laughs> to supplies from official means, maybe? Yeah. As evidenced by my Senior Shade hat over there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe aren't necessarily beholden to official supply means. <laughs> If you catch my drift, uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to those cons. <laughs> so, so we might still be able to get some jerseys. Uh, that, at the very least, that's going to be our mission at ASIN uh, this year. Uh, if we don't yeah. do it before then, uh, look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, you know, we had EXO's, uh, kind of drama with their, with, uh, SM and that followed up recently with, and we kind of chronicled it, uh, BAP's, uh, big lawsuit all together yeah. as a group. Law, uh, suing to get us out of their, their contracts and really once again putting out their, the, the slave contract back into everybody's public consciousness, you know, back into that, you know, remembering the conflict of diamond aspect of being a K-pop fan. Like, uh, the fact that these, these idols are usually overworked, underpaid and, uh, and, uh, and not well taken care of. Um, BAP was crazy, was a crazy thing to come out of nowhere. And it was something that we did, weren't necessarily anticipating. We, when we heard that their like South American tour was being wrapped up, we kind of were hoping we, they were just getting a, a quick rest, but then we kind of found out mm-hmm. what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's surely very, very crazy. But at the same time, it's one of these things that we're talking about. Me and you have come to really like BAP. Um, yeah. and, and have a lot of respect and, and admiration for the guys over at BAP. And we're like, you know, we, we, we want them to say BAP. They work really well together. And we're hoping they end up with, like you said, with a block B situation where they can get out and get somewhere else and still be BAP, you know? Yeah. So I think that, that could be the, the, the best case scenario. At the very least, even if they're not technically BAP, at the very least, they're all still together making the music that they like. Uh, yeah. and still delivering the sound that we like. Yeah. In all kind of its different aspects. Uh, but I think, 
once again, kind of, and we're going to talk about it when we talk about our overall feelings uh, in our final episode. We're going to talk about overall things of, of the status, stat, status of the industry. Uh, but it's definitely something that could be a clarion call for a big change, big shift in the industry. Like I said yesterday, the big pivot. This is kind of a big transition time for K-pop uh, and East Asian pop culture in general. And hopefully for the better. Uh, let's talk about, uh, before we wrap up, let's talk about some disappointments. Uh, we only had a couple. I had one. Uh, uh, my main kind of disappointment was K much. I mean, they, they're not necessarily a big hyped group, but I kind of was hoping more from more from kind of the boy group out of the, the company that gave us crayon pop. The song was good. Mm -hmm. It was okay, but they didn't really put anything out there that was too impressive and they didn't really follow it up. Um, yeah, they're, they're good guys and, and they, they are fun and, and they're fun and that, personalities when you see them on Chrome Entertainment, but, uh, yeah. That album cover is so 90s, it hurts. Like, <laughs> that album cover is so fucking like, early k-pop you would think they're one of the originators of k-pop if you just saw that album cover <laughs> like, yeah. you're like how long have you guys been out damn you look young <laughs> like oh 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 you're new oh shit <laughs> oh okay uh, okay yeah. Never mind. But, i mean hopefully what they'll do is they just kind of wanted to get out there and what we'll get from them is they'll they'll start to put in some of their own ideas of things and, and kind of speak their minds to how things should sound. And we'll, we'll get the K much sound next year, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, I think a lot of the hints, a lot of the things I'm really observing is that Chrome entertainment is a very, very, very well run. I think not a big company, but a very kind of, Competently done and a company that, uh, is run with, uh, treating their artists well. Like, like that they're not this ridiculously shit run company. Like, like you see, even like in well, the big labels. Uh, well, we used to think that about SM. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they're a big machine. Yeah, SM like is, we, well, well, SM is a is a big machine, but then we realized that you know that machine kind of <laughs> had some kinks in it. But like, it, it seems like a cool company. Crime Entertainment seems like a, a yeah. company of cool people. Like they're cool people. Remember uh, when we used yeah. to really like JYP Entertainment? <laughs> like... Remember when we used to think there was <laughs> there, there was a big three in K-pop? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this one is is very much more for me and closer to my heart of the disappointments of the year for boy groups, and it's Super Junior. Uh, Super Junior had a new, and I mean the original Super Junior, not Super Junior M. The original Super Junior got back together, well, put out some new releases this too. year. <laughs> That's yeah, the song and and it it just it fell short, you know, like. I just it, it 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 tried to be too new, but at the same time give you that reminder that it's super junior, you know, and 
it, it sounded like Super Junior and it looked like Super Junior, but it just didn't have that feel of Super Junior, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing on a couple of levels just cause of the legacy of, uh, it, the Mamacita, it was, it was a, it was an okay song. I mean, I, I seen kind of the tears is where it, I, I knew I was anticipating it to be a clusterfuck and, it kind of was, <laughs> especially yeah. with like mixing, having matadors in the wild west. What? <laughs> what? How is there a matador yeah. in the west? Like, that's like, yeah. what? what? No. <laughs> no. Like, it makes metaphors. Like, what are you doing? Uh, and it is disappointing because this was the return, uh, the return, uh, comeback for, uh, the leader, Lituk. Who has, has, uh, to say the least, been through, been through some stuff this year and, you know, just got discharged from the military and this was his return track. Um, yeah. and you wanted, you wanted a, a, you wanted a, a better track. I mean, it succeeded. Yeah. Of course, it won music shows because yeah. Super Junior has fans and music yeah. shows are for fandoms. So, so I mean, they did their thing. And I mean, there was also This Is Love, which was kind of closer to what you expect from Super Junior, but it still just, it didn't pop. It didn't have that, that Super Junior in it, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't come pre-fucked, like, uh, Asian Junkie says, but, <laughs> uh, but it did have Heechol wearing a hat, which, you know what? He's all with long hair wearing a, wearing a, a, a hat. At least it has that. At least it has that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was kind of our, uh, and I definitely, uh, I share your, 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 it was something that disappointed the both of us. Even me, I'm not, uh, a big proponent of, uh, Super Junior. I kind of was expecting some cool stuff and then, uh, I mean, uh, until the teasers hit, then I was expecting, expecting the clusterfuck I got, but. <laughs> Yeah, like do you remember? Do you remember how excited I was? I was like, "Yo, it's 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 fucking OG Super Junior. It's not this fucking Super Junior M. Like, not that Super Junior M is bad. I just, it's not Super Junior for me, you know. Like, um, so yeah, yeah. Also, Shiwon should never grow a real mustache ever again. Uh, he should <laughs> stick with pickles. Going yeah. back to that Super Junior M. Seriously, mm-hmm. no, nah, no, shave. <laughs> Uh, and Heechel, never change. Just, just keep doing you. Just keep doing you. Don't yeah. do nothing but be you. Uh, and Shindong, you too. Just keep doing you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, Super Junior, we, we, we can only hope for more, more good things. I, I think 2014 yeah. was an, uh, it was an, a meteor, a meteor year for boy groups than we, I think, anticipated. We, uh, it, now that we actually kind of sat down and talked about it, it was a pretty solid year for boy groups, especially boy groups that we liked and some surprising, like, releases that kind of caught our attention that we, we didn't anticipate. Like, we got some, some kind of, we got surprised <laughs> by something this year. Uh, and positively speaking, <laughs> we got surprised. This yeah. Year, so. So another solid year. Um, do you have any predictions for boy groups in 2015? 
Um, I'm expecting to see like uh, kind of a bigger push from Block B. Uh, apparently the 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 R dominant force, the Hollyjuku dominant force that we'd like to push, Big Bang is supposed to release something. And with kind of with the way things have been going, and and kind of the fever and the pace of everything with YG, I'm actually legitimately expecting something from Big Bang next year. Yeah, because so, somebody uh, else is putting out the rumors. If, if, if YG says something, it's a complete <laughs> lie. But it's seven years out. off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But we got some rumors. It kind of the pace of what everybody's saying and how everything's rolling. Um, you know, like uh, Top is kind of wrapping up whatever movies and stuff, and and being the supermodel that he is, <laughs> um, thing that he's doing. Uh, GD did his world tour. Young's wrapped up his world tour. He's gonna do some collabo stuff with CL apparently. Um, Day Song is wrapping up his Japanese stuff. Songuro's been kind of already done for the year. So it, it kind of leads to that pace that most likely. Planets are aligning. <laughs> yeah, that, that we're going to get big back. And, and just kind of like with, with, uh, 21. And I mean, we, you know, we got a 21 album this year, you know, so yeah, things are looking good, you know, things are looking Maybe. good. Um, um, my other than bold that, the only other thing I have is is more of a you gotta fucking show your ass kind of thing, which is Icon is going to premiere either really early next year or they're, you're gonna start to see shit at the really well. Yeah, they're gonna either premiere really early this you know in this next year and. If they even want any kind of legitimacy, they're going to have to take everything Winner did and fucking times 10 it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to even be cared about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be a key thing. Uh, yeah, Bobby's gonna there's going to be uh, eyes on them. Bobby's going to be an important foundation for that. Uh, and then, you know, it, it is, it's going to be interesting to see. Bobby and BI, uh, they're going to be an important mm-hmm. foundation for that. And, uh, we'll, we'll have to anticipate. Um, I, uh, uh, my bold prediction, I want, I want a Big Bang comeback and I want Daesung to be a permanent member of Running Man. You know. <laughs> Let's reunite the Dumb and Dumber brothers on a regular basis. <laughs> Yeah, but that's I think the big thing for me, of course, is Big Bang. I want more, I want Big Bang. I've been waiting for how long? God damn it, YG! God damn it, YG! Yeah, since uh, since alive, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. Uh, for our boy group talk. Uh, we we got a lot of in there. We tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna have a special little. I guess on, in our regular, you know, our usual Wednesday time, we're going to have a special little mini episode with, uh, a special guest. Uh, we had Bryce Castillo, aka Neshcom, uh, on the show and he actually had a lot of fun with him, uh, talking about, mm-hmm. we, we got him, we, we, we showed, we, we taught him Guillaume <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we talked about, uh, Yumi Ray and we talked about Bobby. <laughs> God dang it, Bobby. Um, there's your teaser. <laughs> and remember, hanging yeah. out with your friends and high five. Hey, let's be hip hop cats. <laughs>
All right. I'm going to not take a shower, though. Okay. Let's high five on on your right. High five. (laughs) All right. Wait, what? (laughs) The other direction. Trying to do things on the internet. Yes. Uh, But that's it. That's it for us. Uh, Like I said, not going to do a spiel. You know the things. You know the show. Follow, subscribe, share, like. Uh, keep, keep st- tuned all throughout this week. You're in special. Keep at it. Chat room awards also. <laughs> Did you have a stroke during that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, until next time. Uh, I still swivels.